Welcome everyone to the new podcast from the weekly top 40 at VAR.cut exclusively on We Are You Radio podcast. In this podcast, we will be sharing weekly the top 10 tracks from the LGBTQ urban charts and the top 10 clips from Roar Uncut. Don't be shy. Subscribe, comment, and share. Don't forget, you can catch the weekly top 40 every Saturday from the 6 to 10 live on We Are You Radio and Roar Uncut Monday through Friday, 7 to 11. That's right, everyone. So here we go. Now let's get right to it. We've got here is the Pink Mafia is top 10 exclusively on We Are You Radio, the urban sound of pride. Number, I 
everyone to Raw and Uncut right here on Real U Radio, the urban of the pride. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what I said? I was end up getting some water anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I'm doing. I went to the dentist the other day. I remember I told you I went to the dentist the other day, and I was actually um, pretty surprised, you know, because they did the cleaning and everything. You know, and every time they check up, they got to do a cleaning. I get nervous. I hate the dentist. I tell you, I can't stand that place. I can't, I can't, I can't. I get hives. You know, I start trembling and stuff. And I'm like, oh, don't. where's the needle? Because I'm always looking for that big needle. I'm scared to death. You know what I mean? Gio, you don't get like that? I can't stand it. And it wasn't that bad. She said, you know, the last time she saw me, she said, you know, you've maintained very well. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, oh thank you. So, you know, she asked me, what do you do? I, I drink a lot of salsa, what I do. You know, I, I even, you know, behind some sweets and stuff. Something the mister, you know, would do too. And I guess I got it from him where, you know, he would drink coffee, then he would drink, you know, water behind it. I would just drink the coffee. But now I do, the, you know, the coffee, then the water too. You know what I'm saying? Because you wash off, you know, all that, you know, the sugar and stuff off your teeth. Exactly, when you drink water after you drink it or eating something sweet. Or even when you eat regular food, you know what I'm saying? You just keep drinking water. The water, you know, does the, the, the action. Especially, I, love, I love the bubbles, the bubbles. I'm a bubbly kind of guy. Excuse me as I burp. <laughs> the thing with the bubbles, though, that's why I usually don't burp is because I'm not drinking, you know, my fizzy water. But now I'm drinking the fizzy water, so you're going to get a burp at all. Okay, guys, come on, let's grow up, all right? We, we're good. We're grown, right? We're grown. <laughs> Download the wheel. You read your everyone. That way you don't miss a thing, okay? This is the road to countdown. It's the countdown to my birthday, March 1st. Uh, what is this? Friday. So next week I won't be in. Yay! We got three more days. Three more days. Three more days. Well, actually four because I still have to come in on that Thursday, the 29th. That's the leap year. And I got to, you know, do my edits for Saturday. So we'll still have a weekly top 40 every Saturday. Those two Saturdays that I'm, you know, two Fridays. You'll still get, you know, weekly top 40 on that Friday. Okay. So next week we'll know whether we'll have an hour of, for the first week that I'm gone, of uh, the hot seat going for two hours instead of two, one hour um, th- for that week. So, uh, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, surrender my one hour of my four hours and you guys can get a little more of, you know, of the hot seat. Well, we're, we're working on that. We'll see if she can still get to the Sherry episode. We haven't found out yet. Hopefully I'll find out tonight sometime or tomorrow. I know. I'll probably find out tomorrow. I know there's supposed to be some elimination chamber, or something, some wrestling thing. I, I know. I know the you know the crew is getting together for that, right? Okay. Well, I'm, I'll be there for that, and I'll ask her. I'll ask her then. You know, <laughs> we'll ask her that she get to a, a Sherry Shepherd episode. Oh, were you able to do that? Were you able to go? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This is move on, okay? Okay. Well, she did. She was doing hot topics. Like, she was serious. She was there. We're going to do hot topics today because y'all talking about Wendy too much, okay? Everyone's tuning in like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Yesterday's show? Usually, that's what she does. She's talking about yesterday's show. You know, yesterday, when I talked about, okay, we heard what you talked about. You were there. Like, what are you doing? And then she does some bit about something that no one cares about. Now, all of a sudden, now she just rose to the occasion. She just comes in and she's wanting to do hot topics. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. 
Let me know that the the, the ghost of, of Wendy Williams past is on your shoulders, you know. Oh boy, let's get into this though. Let's get into Chris Brown. This this whole thing that happened this whole week over the All Star Game. He was supposed to show up for the celebrity game, and this is when he was upset. Now the the discourse that happened after that was about you know you know with the with black women specifically you know still you know uplifting Chris Brown as a um a sex symbol of some sort when you know he's been known to be an abuser has not apologized for being abusive in the past and so a lot of people feel like well you know clearly he hasn't been atoned for anything he doesn't consider himself to be in any wrong or any way um so you know yeah the sore is still there the scab is not healing because he's not trying to heal the scab what he's trying to do is act like he is some type of victim where everywhere he goes everyone's supposed to hate him no one hates you chris no one hates you just people don't want to see you just gamble failing around like nothing happened like you didn't do what you did when you did what you did and you know you did I don't know why you just can't apologize and work on yourself to be a better person, you know, because it seems like a lot of people want you to be a better person. You know, I think even the fans, the casual fans, want you to be a better person. I want you to be a better person, but you don't seem like you want to be a better person. So this is what happened. So basically, the NBA supposedly named him as, you know, this. they, they supposedly asked him. This is what Chris brown is saying that we they asked me to be there and so ruffles who's the sponsorship of the celebrity game supposedly said no we don't want him to be a part of you know the lineup well ruffles came out and said simply you know what i'm saying this is not true ruffles sponsored last night's nba all-star celebrity game however we did not have any involvement in nor visibility to any player's decisions or celebrity invites discussions. I find that hard to believe, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you had to approve it, right? I mean, you know, you just don't sponsor anything. Here's the money. You can put Adolf Hitler in it if you want. Oh, you go ahead. You can put any fascist you want on there. No, 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 no. You can go ahead. You want to put... You, you want to put Bill Cosby as a celebrity? Well, go right ahead. Go right ahead. You know, sure, no problem. You know, why don't you just put Diddy down there? Why not? Why don't you just put Russell Simmons? Go ahead, roll his ass from from Bally. Come on over, brother. Why don't you just step on in the ring? You know what I mean? No, exactly. <laughs> they definitely had a decision to make. Now, it may have not been Ruffles' upper-level management that may have said something. Could have been started. This could have been started and stopped and end at the beginning, you know, when they were going over the, the thing. And they said, well, Chris Brown is going to be there. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't know if Ruffles is going to approve of that. And so they probably said, well, okay, well, let's see if we can work another way around this. And they said, well, maybe he'll just be invited. He just have to be on the court. But that's when he decided that he wasn't going to be, you know, because they always do this. this uh, what's his name? What's that fool? The, that idiot. The other fascist. Um, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye does that when they start going out to press and start saying stuff that happened that over stuff that we're hearing rumored and stuff like that that you come out and confirm that you're a big idiot you know what I'm saying this is why Kelly Rowland hasn't said anything <laughs> okay she hasn't said a word about what happened with Hoda not a word it's been two weeks now not a not a peep word nothing she came running to a microphone for Chris Brown but she ain't said a word about what happened to her on on today's show all we know is the Today Show is bending over backwards to shove Hoda out there to apologize for them and their mistake. And here, Ruffles is like, well, we're not apologizing for nothing because we had nothing to do with it. 
you know, not to say that someone, again, someone lower level who's, you know, doing the, the actual meeting, big level management, do not sit around and talk about who's going to be on this and who's da, 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 and we're designing this here. They saw his name on the list and said, I don't think it's a good idea. And so they said, okay, it's not a good idea and we won't have it. Oh, that's it. Sorry. That's you're done then. Good night. And what's the problem? <laughs> but now he puts out this thing that people are going to learn the hard way. So now you're threatening people. This is what I'm talking about. So Chris Brown, you clearly haven't learned anything. And here we are back in the bucket again. Here we are back at square one. All right. I don't have I don't have my pen and I don't care. We'll, we'll do the, the document later. OK, at the end of the at the end of the episode, I'll write all my my documents up. OK, and then you can follow them. It's ridiculous. I, Chris Brown, <laughs> just download the Wheel You Radio app, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. I don't even know what to do with him anymore. I really don't. Except for just leave him alone and not report on anything that he's doing. Can we Can we end that? On Wheel You Radio, the urban sound of pride. Number, Number nine. nine. <laughs> See, we gotta get the dollars. Them niggas broke, yeah, they got a problem. You ain't gotta be fixed when you getting dollars. From the corner, boys, the bitches work at Prada. Even Jake from State Farm getting dollars. Got some bitches on the pole getting dollars. And my girls doing massages getting dollars. Got some bros on the stroll getting dollars. And my bros robbing stoves getting dollars. Uh huh. Yeah, we gotta get the dollars. Get them niggas broke, yeah, they got a problem. You ain't gotta be fixed when you getting dollars. Getting dollars. I'm a dollar boy. White collar crime kinda boy. I want your Amex, you can keep what's in your pocket, boy. Used to sip on Henny, I'm a wine kinda sore. Used to do too much, I got them begging me for more. Where you been at? How you start getting money? Since they start calling you Scooter, heard you acting funny. Yeah, I left my own city, so I'm acting funny. Niggas said I'm about to hit a Billy, watch me act funny. Crazy how money to go and bring you different places Crazy how money to go and change the same faces Crazy how money to have you paying deadly wages Crazy how money you bring the bitches to the basement Ayy, to bring the bitches to the basement It's crazy how money is money Crazy how money is money Crazy how money you bring the bitches to the basement Ayy, to bring the bitches See, we gotta get the dollars Get them niggas broke, yeah, they got a problem You ain't gotta be fixed when you getting dollars From the corner, boy, the bitches work at Prada they getting dollars, dollar dollar bill, niggas gon' kill for it You want some money, want respect, then you gon' kill for it Some go to school, and some go to jail for it Either way, most niggas gon' tell for it The root of all evil, but it's the main scheme If you ain't got evil, can't do a damn thing We ain't put in positions to get the same thing So my niggas, they get it instead of dope fiends dollars, get them niggas broke, get it, got a problem You ain't gotta be fixed when you getting dollars from the corner, boys, the bitches work at Prada. Even Jake from State Farm getting dollars. Got some bitches on the pole getting dollars. And my girls doing massages getting dollars. And my bros on the stroll getting dollars. And my bros robbing stoves getting dollars. Welcome back, everyone, to Raw and Uncut right here on Wii U Radio, the urban sound of pride. Oh my gosh, you know I hate when my, co- my coffee gets lukewarm. Mm-hmm. 
it's at the it's at the it's at, it's at that point where you need to it needs to go into the microwave. This is when I need my my table microwave. I keep saying I need a mug microwave for all the generation um, alpha, alpha. No, 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 forget the disease. You guys are too damn old now. Okay, I need the alphas. You generate the generation alpha. <laughs> Please save this save this world. Please get us a a personal microwave. Um, you know, just for the mug, it was right on your desk. Just put it in there, boop, boom, pop it out. Let's drink it. You know, I don't want to feel like getting up, going all the way to the microwave, and oh, I got stuff to do. I got to prepare during the commercial breaks. You know what I'm saying? Who's got time to go stretch their legs and go all the way over to the microwave? You know what I mean? <laughs> What's going on with this? What's going on here? So let's get into Funky Deneva. I tell you. <laughs> oh God! Did he tear one into Tamika Foster? Oh God! Oh Lord! He called her all types of dark skins, and um, she wasn't all that. You know what I'm saying? And she had stretch marks. You know, she, he was talking about the, you know, the the reason why Usher was complaining that you know that you know everyone's attacking his new wife because she happens to be you know of a lighter skin complexion, and you know how you you know how the black sisters get, you know. Listen, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, all you sisters, trans sisters, all y'all sisters, all y'all sisters get all a little bit out of shape when y'all lose some of them black men to them white girls. Y'all get real sensitive. You know, you can have a white man if you want one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can get one if you want one. Okay, they're not exclusive. They're not like you know. They're not like pet. You know, <laughs> pet toys or pet rocks. You got to go and obtain. You know, sometimes you just fall in love with someone that happens to be a different color because you're around different people and you experience different things with different people. And sometimes you click. No matter what the skin color the person is. Sometimes you're not even concerned about the person's skin color. Maybe you're more concerned about the person. I'm just saying i'm not bringing this thing up i'm not trying to say anything about these girls or these women that are attacking this woman but you know you know you know mm-hmm. so Wookie <laughs> didn't went on his show his very popular show i think he does this every thursday right okay and so he was talking about um you know that y'all didn't do this to tamika because tamika you know was not really a threat i guess right because she was you know not necessarily the affinity beautiful black woman that i don't know what he was talking about because you know if you tamika was not ugly i don't know what he's talking about i never thought thought that there was a lot of things i thought about tamika and it wasn't that she was ugly okay and stretch marks. I mean, that's just the that's the scar, the battle scars of a, of a of womanhood for some people, for some women. You know, the, you know, the whole stretch mark thing. You know, that's like you know, badge of honor. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of respect women that think see it like that because you know, giving childbirth is nothing to you know. That's 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 an experience that you know a lot of us will just never experience. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe if you're a trans male, you know, but that's about it. Other, you know what I'm saying? So. If you got the plumbing, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just one of those things. It's one of those things. Oh, gosh. So, Tamika, <laughs> she heard it. <laughs> then she went on to her social media and let him have it. Um, she said, disrespectful as F. Funny, I was just reminiscing about the meaning of true friendship. And respect concepts that are foreign to you as a fiscal responsible and decent house house uh, and decent housing uh, seem to be 
What are you trying to say there, girl? Oh, gosh, she went in. It's fascinating that you've appointed yourself the arbiter of beauty and age, considering your own mirror must surely be cracked as you are uh, uh, cracked as your sense of loyalty. Okay, so it's cracked his sense of loyalty because, you know, he's not loyal. And so, you know, he shouldn't be talking and throwing glass. At, you know, yeah, yeah, rocks and glass to our houses because, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> she said, stretch marks, darling, those are the badges of a life fully lived, concepts you uh, might struggle to uh, to grasp from your high horse on borrowed stables. <gasps> oh. <laughs> is he still making payments on that? Is he still making payments? This is what, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You know. I mean, it's not like he can afford. He can't afford it. No one says. I mean, no one says you can't afford it. You're just still paying it. You know, we're all paying it. Okay, okay. So <laughs> that's not a good read. Speaking of walking in a day in my shoes, it's amuse. It, it's amusing to think that you, nor the likes of you, would um, ever have the grace and fortitude to even attempt it. And and frankly, you've never had a pair I would wear. Oh. Let's not confuse temporary attention with the lasting respect. And for my ex, our history is a novel. Your commentary, oh gosh, uh, merely a footnote. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, her life was a, was a book. She read a book about it, you know what I'm saying? And his commentary is a footnote. I mean, she was right. Okay, okay. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shout out to Funky Deneva, though. You know what I'm saying? He said it. He said, I got to make a phone number in my phone, and she's my friend, and it's my friend, but let me tell you the real thing. It's all to to prove to us that he'll even take on his real friends. That's what he's trying to say. You know what I'm saying? That I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and be nice to them just because they're my friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be one that's going to tell it like it is, because that's how the part of a social relationship works. You know what I'm saying? But you don't really have to talk to you about your friend Greasy to let them know that there was a difference between, you know, like we all know it because she's, you know, she was a darker skinned woman. That's why it wasn't a big deal. Everyone was just like, okay, Usher final man. Congratulations. A hearty duty duty. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? And that he's now he's with a white girl. Y'all's, y'all's fleeking the fuck out. And maybe you should check these women that are sitting here freaking out on Usher and not go off on your friend on social media, on your show. You know, I feel you. I feel you, Tamika. I feel you. Well, um, Funky made up with her, and they're back together as friends. So, all be all the be all the dead all. It's like wish him a call it. It's like uh, these two, um, T. S. Madison and Oliver Twix. They're all friends now again too. After the, you know, he went on and you know insinuated that you know Miss T. S. Madison may have owed him some money or didn't wasn't he wasn't grateful for it. You know, T. S. was like you not being a grateful girl. You know what I mean? So I guess they called each other because they haven't spoken to each other recently. Because if they did speak to each other recently, then we wouldn't have this conversation happening on social media. And that's the reason why they're having these conversations on social media because somebody not picking up each other's phone calls or their texts when they're sent privately. That's really what happens. You know what I'm saying? You ever send a text to someone and then they don't respond? Well, then you want to take it to social media. Now you respond, right? Okay, now you want to respond. Well, there you go. And so they make up and everything and everyone's back to normal. Okay, great. 
Uh, beef comes in and beef goes out. There you go, everyone. Download the We Are You Radio app, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. We got so much more right here. Keep it locked here on Roar.gut on We Are You Radio, the Urbans on the Prime. Number, Number eight. eight. Are your F side? J'ai de mauvaises intentions Toi et moi on te pas peste Tu pleures sur les draps comme un nuage gris Je suis sous la pluie God bless Si tu t'assois là où je veux t'asseoir Tu serais indétrônable Je te faire chanter all night Sur tes côtes on me toute la nuit Je suis pas ton ami Chante avec moi, je te fais faire des vocalises c'est chaud, mamie. J'ai des bombes dehors qui n'ont pas que ça fight over me. Over me, over me. T'es mon gogo, t'es mon gogo, t'es ma dopamine. Ma dopamine. Tu sais très bien que je suis pas ton ami. Tu sais très bien que je suis bien plus que ton ami. J'aime bien ton cul, j'aime bien ta compagnie. Je te baisse comme Jeremy pour ton anif. Ouais. Tu sais très bien que je suis pas ton ami Quand je fais joujou avec ton clic comme Konami C'est Tsunami, la dopamine Tu fais briller mes yeux comme la Joaillerie Je suis pas ton ami, réponds à ton bigo Champagne dans le frigo, j'assouvis ta libido Tu sais que je suis pas ton ami yeah, Je suis bien plus que ton ami Sur tes côtes comme un migrant toute la nuit Je suis pas ton ami Chante avec moi, je te fais faire des vocalises c'est chaud mamie, j'ai des bombes dehors qui ne veulent que ça fight over me, over me, over me. T'es mon gogo, t'es mon gogo, t'es ma dopamine, ma dopamine. Wow, baby wow, niveau là, la cote comme dans le bed dans diamant. Il se passe sur le tatami, des points de tagari. Je tombe en love, tombe en love, j'ai touché le fond. J'aime ton cul, j'aime bien ta compagnie. Why you always baby come get me? Je rêve à sa confidence Je t'écoute comme un migrant toute la nuit Je suis pas ton ami Chante avec moi, je te fais faire des vocalises C'est chaud mamie J'ai des bombes dehors qui ne veulent que ça fight over me Right here on Wii U Radio, the Urban South of the Pride. Oh, yeah, that music is playing. We know what time it is. Oh, it's the Beagle Boys, episode 12. Mm. Mm. That's how you know I'm at the bottom of my coffee. <laughs> I gotta really take deep all the way. <laughs> oh, God. So, the Beagle Boys. It's okay, Graylin. You're not a part of this Beagle Boys episode. You've been quiet lately. I saw that you were denying some, um... Everyone was shocked that he denied some young twink. <laughs> oh, God. The fact to shout out the streets of Beagle. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. He, he did some, uh... It was, it was young twink. It was a young, um... um brown. Well, maybe because he was brown-skinned. You know, he likes some light sometimes, too, you know? Hey, I don't know. I don't know. You got to talk to Grayling, right? Grayling, when you get an opportunity to defend yourself, you go right ahead. Y'all can follow me, MOB, go. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is with him. <laughs> he really uses it as a, as a dating, like a fishing net. You know what I mean? He goes fishing on there. 
And then he pulls them in and then he, you know, uses them for his OnlyFans content and then he moves on. I, I, so he stopped tattooing, huh? They're not, they're not doing the tattoos anymore, huh? Maybe that's why they've, they've you know, windowed down a little bit. You know what I mean? And everyone's, everyone's keen on it now. So, you know, you know what you're going to get, right? Yeah, exactly. You just want to be in the, in the video with him. At this point, you know how people are. You know, when you're clout chasing, you got to go, you got to, you got to chase some kind of clout. He's got a little clout now. I mean, hey, listen, you got a little clout. People looking, looking out for you, making sure you're not touching the, making sure that we're carding every single one that comes to the door. We're carding every single one that comes to the door. Okay, Gray Lynn? Everyone, every single one. I don't care how old he look. He got so much facial hair. We're going to still card him. Check his card. Check his card. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, gosh. You see the uh, the Arqueezy's quiet too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're he's so they're so quiet. They just they're just reminiscing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're just reminiscing about the fights and all the drama and stuff. But they've been pretty, um, you know, they've been pretty tame, right? Well, someone said they're having, they're still having the fights, except they're not putting them on on live anymore. So that you could see that sometimes what happens is they both be talking, and next thing you know, it gets quiet. Then all of a sudden, the the feed turns off, and you're like, "Well, damn, we're not going to get to see the fight." So well, they're probably still fighting. We're just not seeing it, right? Is is that what it is? Is that what it is? But isn't that the point of that whole that whole that that couple? Do we even want to see them grow up? You know what I'm saying? They mature and stuff. I don't know. 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 <laughs> I have no clue. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll check back in them a little later. We'll, we'll see if they're coming up for air anytime soon. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> then there's Rico Pruitt. Shout out to Rico Pruitt. He's been, um, uh, you know, rising in the, uh, in the situations. By the way, little Zay, I mean, you know, they call you all types of trade and uh, dirty trade and stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why they talk about little Zay like that. He's a light-skinned kid, you know what I'm saying, who thought, you know, who kept acting like he was straight. And Dre Baby, every time, every time Dre Baby get in, and they get in the same Bego room, they, there he go, you know, dragging him for filth. And then Prince dragged him a couple of times. And then Maniac, I think, dragged him a couple of times. Well, everyone, I think, dragged little Zay at this point. I think even Sherry the Boom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the whole cast of characters over there. I know we don't fo- we don't focus too much on them because you know I, I you know you maybe you need to get people to do that that recap of of that the Bego Boys. Like we, we're talking about the Bego Boys, okay? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the Bego Girls. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just it's hard to it's hard enough keeping up with them. But I, then I tell you, I was talking to, um, you know, someone in the mafia about this. You remember when I said you could, you could pick our queasy that's going to be completely toxic, which they still are. They still go back and forth toxically, you know what I mean? One minute, it, you know, he comes online, he's not at home. The next minute, he's still at the house. Some people are like, oh, he's just reporting from downstairs because he puts a background up. <laughs> exactly, he puts a virtual, a, a virtual background up. You think he's at home. I don't never need to see him at. Has anyone seen his home before? <clears throat> Not on Bego. Have you? Have you? No. <laughs> as far as I know, there is no home. Our, our, our quest is where it's at. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And then our quest puts him out like, you know, like the pet dog. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest. I'm being honest. 
you know, going to the, you know, into the, what do they call it, like the lounge? Is he, he's, you know, he's in Atlanta. They got those complexes and things, you know what I mean? Where they have different rooms and stuff. So he goes into one of the rooms, you know, puts up a virtual background, and you guys think he's at home. When he puts up the green background, what is that all about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't believe anything anymore with those two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I said this. you have to do between that and then you got Rico Pruitt over here. Did you see him the other day making cornbread? What is that with everyone cooking? <laughs> it's like you don't even know what I'm saying. It's Arquez. If he's not cooking, which is the best part of Arquez, is the cooking part, right? Watching him, you know, make, you know, <laughs> make jail food look good. Oh, God. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Just saying. I feel like he got some of those recipes from, you know, from his time, you know, indoors, you know, indoors, you know, yeah, at camp, <laughs> at band camp, you know what I mean? But it was good to see, you know, um, Rico Pruitt cooking. And that's the one thing I do like about, you know, like the whole Rico thing, and, you know, these these, these kids, they're, they're, they're certainly much more than just, you know, porn stars, you know, they're more than just that. I don't haven't watched a, a, haven't watched any of these sex scenes from any of these guys, at all, you know what I mean? Yet I'm totally enthralled in their life. You know, I just, I, that's what we need. We need some more of this. I, I, I wish they could actually get paid instead of having to do crazy things for Bigo. Could they do crazy things for a streaming service? You know what I mean? Where we can get all the lovey-dovey stuff that we need. You know, the toxic relationships and things like that. You know, I, I, I still think we need, we need our blue face and, and, and um... Uncle Sean, without without all the prison time, you know what I mean. We can do it without the prison time. <laughs> oh boy, what are you gonna do? I just think there's a market there. You know what I'm saying? We're always waiting for it. I think so. When we come back, we're gonna deal with um, <laughs> some of these cases. We got an update on one of our our cases that we've been watching. Oh boy, no, it's nothing to do with any of the Beagle boys, okay? They're doing all right. Shout out to Dre Baby, who got tested. Well, not Dre, was it um, Rosa? Rick Rosa. He got tested on, on, on Beagle the other day. Well, that's good. You know what I'm saying? If Not not for nothing. If you want to, you know, do some PSAs like that, it's better than just, just doing the, what do you do? The um, plastic surgery now. That's what all the. That's what all the Atlanta girls are doing. They're all, they're all doing the, you know, come with me to my plastic surgeon. <laughs> like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Now, so now we're getting plastic surgery. Are people in Atlanta getting... Oh, no. Are they... I'm just saying. Oh, y'all got too much money if y'all sitting there getting plastic surgery on things getting done. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what are they doing? What are they doing, girl? <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, you know, Oliver had things done. What's her name? Uh, had stuff done. It was a lot of the, you know, the the folks on, you know, the Rico uh, Cassidine had stuff done. <laughs> so hey, I guess that's the thing. Everyone's going down there to do, you know. But Rick Rosa, shout out to you, the Bego Boys. There you go. He went to get tested. I like that. Download the We Are You Radio app, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. We got much more coming up. Just keep it locked here on Void Nuncut Cut on We Are You Radio, the urban sound of pride. Number, Number seven. seven. Oh, 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 
yeah. Uh, bust down chain, that was 30 bits. Bust down wrist, that's my bust down 30 inch. Walk up in the club, pop me like it was double mint. Looking for a ten, we only settle when it's settlements. Uh, that shit wasn't quiet, yeah Now I'm on my ride, yeah I'm finna take it high, yeah Okay, let them slide, yeah That shit wasn't quiet, yeah Tell them come outside, baby We ain't tryna hide I'm on, I'm on a break You know when I'm back It's all for take You know that I'm ready for everything You know I play It's all for caves For this, <laughs> no, hold on. There's a lot of pictures here. <laughs> hold on, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, 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 are, are you watching? You look pass this around. Pass this around. We're gonna talk about Ricky Martin's feet. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here's another one. Here's another one. <laughs> and another one. Okay, look. Okay, all right. So Hey, so if you're at home, or you, you know what I'm saying, you're, you, you could just look up Ricky Martin's feet. <laughs> we're, we're about to talk about his feet, okay? Okay. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to go through this interview. Let's get right into it, all right? I, you know, because I, I think that Ricky Martin should be the, the new Bachelor. I'm, making, I'm going to make my case, okay? All right, Mafia, are you ready? Hold on. Let me get, let me get my paperwork together, okay? <laughs> My pen works? Okay, good. Let's go. <laughs> so Ricky Martin opens up about um, his true love for his feet, and he's unapologetic, unapologetic about who knows it. Um, he said he announced that his divorce uh, from his husband of six years, remember that, then he admitting in, a new, in his new interview that he has a foot thing, and he refuses to feel uncomfortable about it, saying we all have something that we fetishize. Well, I agree with him. So, you know, that's, that's, we all have our own personal thing. Like I say, we all have something. We all have that in similarities in a sense, but what we do have, those fetishes are different. The people are different, Okay. So he goes on to say, I love feet. I have a foot thing. I love foot massages. And I love to kiss on your feet like crazy for for hours. For, for hours? <laughs> wow. 
Ricky, please get away from my feet, please. Ricky, you were doing this for me. <laughs> Ricky, I have to get up to go to the bathroom. I have to get up to go to the bathroom. It's okay. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. Could you could you stop? <laughs> like after a while, you do that for for ten minutes. I get it. You know what I mean? It's cute. For thirty, if, if you're feeling if you're feeling frisky. <laughs> but in hours, hours, he said hours. Or is he speaking in metaphor? Is this a metaphor? You know what I'm saying? Like you say, you know, you just wouldn't make love for you for hours. <laughs> okay, on the wider thought. <laughs> he said, but we all have something. Some people have fetishes for armpits. They do. I don't understand that. This was the GQ, right? The interview? Oh, GQ interview. Okay. Because we didn't even mention what in- where this interview came from. It's GQ. So people are into armpits, right? Are you into armpits? I'm not into that. I don't. <laughs> I could tell you what I'm fantasizing about. Other than you know, I mean, I, I, you know, you know, I don't want to say it. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Those who know already know me. You already know what I'm. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying though. <laughs> Everyone has their thing, right? Okay. So you know it's true. Okay. Armpits though. I know people who love the sweaty balls, the, the, the sweaty testicles. It's a thing about, you know, the guy comes home after the gym, don't shower. Okay, okay, that's weird. I, you know, listen, everyone has their thing. I'm not shaming it. I just, it just feels weird for me. You, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think it's anything that's nasty or disgusting. It's just, it's that, it just feels weird. Don't shower. Let me sniff your balls. It's okay, it's okay. And if you're doing that for hours, though, isn't that the... That's the weird thing. He says he's doing it for hours. The Puerto Rican star says he's no stranger to sharing snaps of himself shirtless and just in his boxes and trunks. Yeah, have you seen his page? Oh, Ricky Martin needs to be the next Bachelor. I don't know what the, I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know what they're waiting for. Get this man on. You pay him whatever he needs, whatever he needs, because the men that are going to come out to be Ricky Martin are going to be plentiful, going to be cuckoo and crazy, and are going to be very dramatic. Let's face it. Now, you know, you know, Ricky looks like he's he's a drama queen. Okay. <laughs> you know, cha cha. Okay, cha cha. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Let's move on. He said in a post January 23rd, he zoomed up close to, um, to his trotters, as his feet, um, and he enjoys pedicures. He says he has, he's got fans that go under his page and are just, you know, fascinated with his feet. <laughs> they say they can see his feet coming from any, they can see it from anywhere, and they know it's his feet. Oh, my God. They have to have a... Uh, you know, because they're always doing the eyes and lips and noses on the entertainment shows. Well, now they have to do, you know, his feet, <laughs> his feet, <laughs> his foot, <laughs> and his big foot. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's continue. Um, he says, he goes on to say, um, remember, he came out in 2010. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he's looking for someone. You know what I'm saying? He said it also uh, talked about how rough it, the coming out experience it was, including the time a, a controversial um, journalist named Barbara Walter. I love. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, who originally wrote this? <laughs> this must have been a millennial or someone who does not know about Barbara Walters. Like, the, 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 the time controversial. <laughs> 
controversial journalist Barbara Walters questioned him about his sexuality during an uh, uh, interview in 2000. Although Walters later apologized for pressing him on his sexuality, Martin said the experience left made him feel violated because he gave permission for every journalist to ask, are you gay? I do believe that, that once, you know, she did press that, it opened the door for, you know, the ignorance to come popping out. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be tough being like Ricky Martin. And, and you know what I'm saying? You feel me? You know, I mean, specifically when you know that you're marketed to women and how women were the ones, your big draw, your big fan base. But realizing that a lot of times it was the guys that were still your fan base. How do you feel when you when one of the people that you look up to, you know what I'm saying, like as a, as a pop star, you know that you that you thought was was gay in your head all this time, all those fantasies, and then to realize it was all true, you know he felt the same way as you. Why isn't this man the bachelor already? Oh no, pay him a truckload. The singer said that he also enjoys being single now for the first time in years and even is having fun at gay, um, meeting gays at parties. He is um, starting staring away from the apps like Tinder and Grindr. Oh, damn. <laughs> good, good. Because you need to you need to have the, the, the flex the muscles flex, you know what I'm saying? How to meet someone, how to court someone. And I think that when you do the you know, the online thing, you all you're doing is swiping. You're not really you know, you're not courting. You're just picking. You know, you're choosy. You know you're choosing. You're not you're not courting. And so, you know, when you when you do find someone that you have a spark with, you have to have the that, that skill to continue you, you know, like, you know, how to pick them up, you know, how to you know I don't know, talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, that, that's what the guys would call it, right? You, you know, you, you peep game. You know, you got you to gotta spit your game, right? You got to spit your game. That's, that's your game, but you got you to gotta, you gotta be, be on point. I remember because at one time I was on the website so much that, you know, just saying hello to a guy made me, you know, weird. I'm like, well, come on. Like, you can't be, you know, like... One in the type of guy you want, and you can't be all. You can't be that shy. You gotta have some, you know, bravado. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to. It doesn't have to be, you know, toxic. But you do have to have some type of confidence. Some, some type. You know, you can't. You know, you feel me. And so sometimes I think that a lot of times, not. And this is just how I felt for me. I mean, it could be others may thrive in the, you know, the social media. You know, swipe them age i don't know this is just for me and i'm not doubting anyone that doesn't i know some of the people in the mafia and they go yeah you do it that's how you pick your men and see that's what it is it's picking and it's not courting and i think i think if you know we could agree that there's a difference you can't court a man on on that you maybe you could you could because you would court someone on the phone Uh uh-huh uh-huh that's a real game right there Uh uh-huh Download the Wheel of Your Radio, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, this, is, this is me and my best friend. We're, we're having memories about, you know, the old days where, you know, you, 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 had to, you, had to, you had to spit game on a phone. You know what I mean? You know, the, once you made the connection, you had to put that spit game on. Like, you're like yeah, what up? What's going on? Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, like, what you doing? Like, what's happening? Like, you know, we used to do a stupid conversation. Download the Wheel of Your Radio, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. Keep it locked here. Shout out to Ricky Martin in your feet. On Void Uncut. On Wheel of Radio. The Urban South of Pride. Number, Number six. six. six.
right here on U Radio, the urban sound of pride. I know this. Mm. It's a little, it's, it's, it's like lukewarm. I got to put it in the microwave. Next next commercial break, I'll put it in the microwave. How you doing, everyone? Welcome to the Roar and Uncut show, Monday through Friday, 7 to 11. Download the U Radio app, that way you don't miss anything. Also, go to the website Get yourself some merch. You know what I mean? A nice hoodie. It's hoodie season's back again, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would put the jackets away soon. I heard that the you know the heat wave came all the way up to you know Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> up to Canada. I don't know, you guys just got a whole lot of uh you know that you, you know what that means, right? A whole bunch of landslides from the you know the avalanches and stuff because there's a lot of snow up there and then they get these warm weathers and then you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, praying for those people out there. Um, yeah, so get stuff a hoodie. I'm, what am I talking about? The, I'm sorry, I got my. I was. I'm distracted. <laughs> Go to the website to get some uh, merch, everyone. You get the bugs, uh, the socks. I like the socks. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is the hoodie. Oh, I just want to let you know, it's a hoodie. It's a hoodie. <laughs> Listen, everyone, download the We Are Your Radio app. You get all of that all the time. And don't forget that it's a brand-new podcast every Thursday from uh, the Roy and Cut people and the Weekly Top 40 merged in together and gave you the Pink Mafia's Top 10. So this is the Pink Mafia's Top 10 tracks, which is the same as the Top 10 tracks on the Weekly Top 40. So it's like the Pink Mafia agrees because, well, some of the Pink Mafia is on the Top 10. Yeah, there you go. You know, Isn't that how it works? Isn't that how it works? We have our own thing going on here. We don't need anybody else. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the artists out there. Like, we live in our own world over here. You know, this is Earth 2. <laughs> where we rule, where we rule charts over here. You know what I'm saying? We ain't worried about nobody's billboards. Okay? What's a billboard going to do for you? You know what I mean? You can be over here on the weekly top 40. The LGBT urban charts been around for 10 years. And then you got Wheel U Radio, you know, that's playing all the music. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're on the countdown or not. <laughs> you, you, I don't know what you got to be thinking. We better start paying attention. Pay attention, pay attention. Did you see this? Darius is going back to Chicago. I know, I know. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys. I'm telling the mafia. Like, Darius official. I mean, last time we talked about him, his legs were up to the air with, with the dirty socks. And here he is now, you know what I'm saying, telling us about jail stories. And he's moving back to Chicago because of the jail story, I guess. So I'm assuming he's moving back home because the dude is coming out of jail that he was, you know, <laughs> allegedly sleeping with. You know what I mean? What's he called? New Balance? MB? Because he, he wears the hell out of New Balance? Yeah, I saw the video. I saw the video. You know what I mean? You know, he's one, he's one of our our children, you know, our social media children. You know, we watch them when they were like little puppies and babies, and then they grow up to be these, you know, these feisty little things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember seeing him in his house with his, you know, it was him and his best friend. They're having, you know, like fun and, you know what I'm saying, crank calling people and telling his stories about his, you know, uh, uh, situations with his cat in the back. You know, you know what I mean? In Chicago, and then he moved on his own down to Texas. Because Lord knows that's where you go. You know what I mean? I'm like happy he went down there and didn't go to, you know, New York, you know. I'm sure he, maybe maybe that's his next place to go. You're always safe in New York, right? You, you know. 
I know people think this, this place is dangerous, but it's really not that. It's not that serious. It really isn't. All right, to tell you, you know what I'm saying. We got more problems with these new, um, you know, these these mopeds or, or these, uh, you know, the electric, you know, batteries and things, you know, causing fires. I think that's a bigger deal than the crime here in America, in New York City. I'm just saying. I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, the data also backs me up, but I'm just saying. I mean, it's half you don't even care about data. You don't care about statistics. You don't care about none of that. You're just like, I feel scared. I feel scared. Oh, uh, Darius should feel scared. You were, you were smashing some, you know, a, a hard-corning criminal. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let me tell you something. I've been through this situation before, so I can kind of understand what he meant when, you know, when he's, he said, well, it wasn't my finest moment, but you, you put money on them books, didn't you? Uh-huh. Because the penis was good. You know what I'm saying? For me, it was the booty was good, you know, and I was like, okay, well, I'll put a little money on your thing. I'm not, this is not going to be anything serious. You know, I, I figured he was just going down for a couple, you know, because it was always drunk. I mean, he was always, he was just always getting picked up for, you know, smoking, you know, some, some of that stuff. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. That's what happened. He was getting caught up, getting smoking that stuff. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I didn't like him out there doing that. I was like, you know, that's why, you know, my friends, we used to have this debate all the time. Well, why is he doing it in your house? Well, because I don't want him doing it outside in the street. You know, you know what I'm saying? And when he's doing that, he gets, you know, feeling a certain way. Well, I should be the one scratching that itch. I, even though I'm thinking to myself, why do I have this in my house? I know, I know. I was young and dumb and in love. I was one of those hopeless romantics. I still am. You know, I believe in love. I believe in love. I believe that, you know, love conquers all. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know, I know. Shout out to Darius. I feel like he's the same way, you know. You, you, you just, you're just looking for the love. The affection, the love, you know what I mean? And sometimes it comes out of a thug. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're not one of those type of thugs. They're, you know. But he said they're an aggravated assault kind of, kind of guy. So now they're threatening him. Well, that's what you get. Now you went and saw his charges. You need to see his charges before you put money on his books. You should have figured out the charges. I knew, I listen, I knew my man's charges when he went in there. And it was nothing for no no assault. <laughs> he wouldn't hurt a fly. He just wanted to get high. You know what I mean? So that's why I looked, I looked the other way when it came to the jail stuff. Because I knew that was the system. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't have gotten that much. He was he got caught up in the Rockefeller laws. You know what I'm saying? That you know three strikes you're out type thing, and you you're thrown upstate like you're a piece of trash or garbage. And Lord knows if I didn't wasn't there to you know get you know eyes dotted and t's crossed, that they would have just left him here there to die. So I can understand people who are like you know when you're dating somebody and then they end up you know being put in jail and then you're like well someone's got to do it you know what I mean I mean unless the family's stepping up and the family wasn't stepping up and the family's not stepping up then someone's got to I don't know shout out to Darius he's moving back to Chicago <laughs> because of this now so he says I don't want to say believe that it's all because of this but I believe some of it is you know you mess with somebody who is a criminal. And now he's coming out and he said he got something for you because he's he's an angry, you know, he's he's an angry one. Oh, see, see. He said he's a big, beefy, light-skinned guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were seeing him for a month and month and month and month. Every day, every day. You're seeing him, you're seeing him, and next thing you know, you're not seeing him anymore. You're wondering where is he at. Well, that's where he was at, okay? He was in prison. <laughs> And they call you with the collect call. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 
I think that was a part of my credit problems too. Was you know was the uh, collect call thing. Remember you said the MCI. Yeah, MCI. Yeah, you remember MCI? Yeah, before they went over to move over to become Sprint, and then Sprint became one to be you know T-Mobile, and T-Mobile's now the, the you know the dominant one, <laughs> the one on top. The one that we want to be on top. Okay. And T-Mobile used to be the parrot. Remember T-Mobile? Used to be, that's how long I've been with. That's how long I've been with them since they were the parrot. I forgot what the, what the parrot was called, but they ended up you know turning into T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. Remember the parrot with the little phone. With the parrot, yeah, that one. <laughs> Download the Where You Radio app, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. Shout out to uh, Darius Official, and and I hope everything's okay. And we'll keep an eye out on your brother as you move up back to Chicago and and run away from MB. Download the Where You Radio app. That way you don't miss a thing. Keep it locked here on Void Cut on Where You Radio, the urban sound of pride. Number five. five. Okay, well, whatever. Um, 
You got it? Okay. Is that your alarm or something? Yeah, I hear it go off every once in a blue moon. It goes off. So let's get back into Wendy. All the things that are coming out from Wendy. The, the Wendy Williams. Uh, Where is Wendy Williams is the name of the documentary. I don't like that title. I'm thinking about it. Where is, we know where you are now, right? <laughs> now we know. I mean, you, you're, t- you're showing us. But, you know, but I guess anyone doesn't know where she is after this. Like, you know, even everyone says, you know, some people say she's in a, a, a home or, you know, getting a rehab. And some people say she's back in Miami with her family. That's what DJ Booth said. Let's go. Let's go to what DJ Booth said. All right, he was on TMZ Live on Monday. Uh, DJ Booth, a longtime disc jockey for the Wendy Williams uh, show, says folks in the studio didn't understand the extent of Wendy's illness, and he said um, he thinks that her family members are the best one that can help her. I totally agree with him. I think the family is the best place for her. Isn't that you? Usually, that's the the case, right? This is not the same family, like you know, like the Britney Spears family, which everyone's all over the place, and everyone's just a money hugging grabbing. Most of her family is successful in some form. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be you know the niece that's doing something, the sister who's doing something, they've got all jobs. They got regular jobs. This family is not wanting for money. They never ever wanted for money. It's not like Wendy was out here paying their bills and and they couldn't you know they couldn't do anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. He did buy them. Uh, she did you know make sure they had some place to retire. Remember when she, he was like you know you, she told uh, mom and, and dad, well you know maybe you should retire because they hated the cold, and so she bought a um, a place for them to stay, which they are still staying at. Well, one of them, you know, her mother passed, you know. So, um, other than that, we don't have a history of her, you know, having problems paying anyone's bills or a sister bills. She's never complained about any of her family, except for maybe her brother being a bit of a, you know, a little bit of a cloud chaser. I mean, let's face it, he's a little bit, a little bit of cloud chaser, you know. That's okay, you know, we always got one. I mean, you're going to be one of your family all the time, you know what I'm saying? You, you got several brothers and sisters, and one of them is going to be trying to grab the mic, you know what I mean, because it's your name. And they want to say something all the time when you're going through something. They want to just, you know, interject. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean he doesn't care about her. You know what I mean? He doesn't care. It doesn't mean he doesn't, you know, uh, want the best for her. You know what I mean? He just wants the camera time along with it, you know? He, DJ Booth says that people on the Wendy, uh, on Wendy knew something was going on with her but did not realize how sick she truly was namely the issues with the alcohol abuse and eventually the diagnosis of um, the dementia and aphesia that the same thing that Bruce Willis has and and the, and the thing is I don't think a lot of people understood the the the, the alcoholism was is the problem this is the root it is the root to me. It's the alcoholism. If you treat the alcoholism, I think everything else would have been a little different. But what happens is you get so used to, like the son said, uncovering it up and covering it up. This is this is something you hear about addicts all the time that you don't even know they're being an addict because they're showing up to work every day. You know what I mean? I mean, I had an addiction that I used to show up every day at, at UPS and I was still, you know, snorting the cocaine. You know what I'm saying? You know, but as long as I showed up to work, as long as I showed up to my auditions, as long as I showed up to things, no one knew anything. You know what I'm saying? I, I would, I, if I wanted to be a functional uh, cokehead, I think I could have successfully done it for a long time. But then after a while, that stuff catches up with you, and then you know you're you're in it ten years deep, and then now you really can't get off it. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, I was fortunate that I, you know, that the reason why I got off it was different reasons for what Wendy got off it. She got off it because she wanted to have a child. I understand that. You know, I got off it because I lost my phone. I lost a brand new phone. It was such a beautiful brand new phone, by the way. It was such a beautiful damn brand new phone. It was one of those new flip phones where you flip it up, you turn it, and then you just got a keyboard and stuff. This is back in the days. This is like, you know, this is, be- this is, this is pre, pre, you know, pre this relationship. So I was like, yeah, I was all single running around and I, you know, thinking I was hot, you know, mess. I was a, you know, a free man from, from the, the balls of, of the, you know, sex slave, you know, joint, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I'm, I'm on my own. So I thought I could control this, you know, co- cocaine thing. You know, I really thought I could, and I probably could. But after a while, it, take, it catches up with you. And this is where Wendy was, you know? As long as you show up every day, as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, as long as you're making your bills are paid and no one's complaining about anything, guess what? All right, so she's a little loopy every once in a blue moon, so she's had a long day, you know what I'm saying? That's how you chalk it up to. Well, they're having a long day. They work really hard, you know what I mean? They're always working, you know? So you kind of put that into, you know, they're clearly going through something, but they're working. They're showing up. Everyone's getting paid. This is what I'm saying. The thing that changes every dynamic is when people stop getting paid, when it affects the money, when it affects that, you know, then even your health, because your health is already compromised, but it's when it affects, you know, um, the money, because you could be still dilapidated, but if as long as you propped up on that chair, which she did, she was propped up on that stage. You know what I'm saying? Slurring speeches. Y'all was wondering why she keep forgetting everything and calling her stupid. Remember? Like, what's wrong with her? You know, know, we were all looking. What's wrong with this woman? This is not the Wendy that we once knew. I mean, you, us Wendy Neistas, we kept quiet. We were just like, we know what's going on, but I didn't think it was that bad. We thought it was something new that she had relapsed, and it wasn't a relapse. She had been continuing. She never stopped. There's not one point in the story that we heard that she produced this story, by the way, that gives her the opportunity to say that she at one time was sober. It seems as though the only time she was sober is when she's with the family, when she doesn't have the opportunity to go, you know, balls to the wall because the family won't put up with that mess. You know what I'm saying? It's just like there's a certain thing that you will do around your family. This is the reason why she doesn't want to be down in Miami. This is the reason why every time she was in Miami, she was trying to get back to New York. As lonely as New York is, as as horrible as, you know, the, the, she felt, you know, seeing the whole situation going on with the divorce and, and all the drama and all the things that are going on. All she wanted to do was show up to her job, do her job, go home and get high. And now you've messed with that rhythm. You've messed with that rhythm is what you've done. That's why she's angry. You've messed with the rhythm. You know, an addict has a rhythm. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just being real with you. An addict has a rhythm, and when you break that rhythm, you know what I'm saying? They lash out, and this is why she's angry. This is why I said every single thing that's happening to Wendy is been happening because of Wendy. It's not your karma. It's not how you feel about her. It's not personal. This has nothing to do with us. This has nothing to do with us. There's nothing we can do. This is something that she has to do. This is her doing. This is her choices. She made these choices. And though while we love her and care for her and some people hate the, her guts for all their life, 
Our feelings do not matter. Their feelings do not matter. At the end of the day, this is on Wendy Williams. So shout out to DJ Booth. I totally agree with you that a lot of people didn't know how bad this was, including people that cared about her the most, the ones that would have known that there was something weird. I mean, we did sense something weird, but we didn't sense this. And so, you know, this is where we're at now. This is where we're at. And so people go, why is she so young getting this dementia? Well, that's why. Because she's in, she's alcohol-induced it. You know, your body can only take but so much of the BS. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, you already have other ailments that are, that, are, that are trying to attack your immune system. So get it together, okay? Download the We Are You Radio app. That way you don't miss a thing. Anyone can experience this, by the way. So keep a lot here. On Vor None Cut. On We Are You Radio. The Urban Sound of Pride. Number, Number four. four. The fuck I'm gonna say in the intro? <laughs> you want me to say something so bad? Stop playing with them, Ryan. Can you please? Think you the shit, bitch? You not even the fuck. Nah. I be going hard. Nah. I'm breaking their hearts. Like, bitches be quick, but I'm quicker. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. She could be rich, but I'm richer. Damn. Take, take it on me. Me tips, God, think you the shit, bitch. You not even the fuck. I be going hard. I'm breaking their hearts. Like, bitches be quick, but I'm quicker. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. She could be rich, but I'm richer. His bitch at home playing dress up. She must have thought she could catch up. I got my foot on their necks, I can't let up. She all on the floor, so her get up. She my son, but I ain't her mammy. Life, no Annie. I need a vacay, I'm losing my tan. Damn. I lose anything before my man. I'm a pretty bitch, I don't like fighting. On the beat, I'm going super sand. Uh, I said, Mera, Mera, who the fairest? Uh, Leave a bum nigga looking embarrassed. Life. Spend 150 on some carrots. Uh, that shit crack like them niggas in Paris. Think you the shit, bitch? You not even the fuck. Uh, I be going hard. Uh, I'm breaking their hearts. Like, bitches be quick, but I'm back, everyone. To Roar and Uncut right here on We You Radio, the Urban Sound of Pride. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are we talking about now? Oh, back to this again. Oh, Lord. I don't know what, what drives me crazy, talking about Wendy Williams or talking about this Diddy case this week. I'm so glad to me I'm going on vacation. I don't want to talk about these two anymore, I'll be honest with you. And um, by the time we get back, it'll be the, the the Oscars would have taken place, and it'll be that whole week. And then we'll talk about we'll come back with you know we'll talk about the Oscars. You know, it's the final awards show of the season. I'm definitely going to be there. You know, they're starting early. Good. You know what I'm saying? Ready for Laverne's last stand. You know what I'm saying? For the, the season, she's going to be in her outfit. She's been slaying it all season long. 
So I think on Friday we're going to go through all of her outfits from all of the red carpet, uh, you know, all of her red carpet uh, shots, and we, we're going to pick our favorite, okay? And and, and the hotties, you got we got to get the hotties into this. They were they just left. I know they just left. They stayed up for the extra time, but they just left. Shout out to the hotties and everything. We got to get the hotties in on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh God, here we go. So we got more into Diddy case. Let's let's, let's just get to this, okay? You know, because to be honest with you, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. I just think it's much. You know what I mean? I think it's much. So there's been um, someone pulled out um, a part of this uh, situation, this case, this uh, in the actual, um, the actual papers, uh, the actual legal papers that were signed, the, the the suit that was actually filed. Here's one of the. It's in um, line seventy one. I don't know what page that is. Do you have the page number? Is there a page number with this? Um, it's the same page. It's the same page as they have the um, the which we call it on the picture of Stevie J doing the you know the do 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 do. You know what I mean? <laughs> page eleven. Oh, it's a thirteen. Sorry, page thirteen. So if you're going by page, it's page thirteen. Okay, line seventy one. Mister Combs informed Mister Jones, that's Little Rod Jones. Um, that he had engaged in sexual intercourse with the rapper Five, it redacted, R&B singer uh, redacted, um, Six, and Stevie J. Now, a lot of people read that, went down, and remember when Jocelyn called out Stevie J for it? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't be surprised if Stevie J was down like that. I mean, you know, come on now. You know what I mean? Hey, they all they all can't be straight, guys. Come on, they all can't be straight. You couldn't be looking at everybody on that screen that you was looking at when you was in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? P Diddy ties, bad boys. You know what I'm saying? Bad boys, come out and play. Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not everybody, not everybody. Rough Riders, come on now, come on now. You're looking at all these groups over here. It ain't everybody, everybody ain't walking on the same path of life, okay? We all choose different paths. Whether we talk about them out loud or not is a different topic, but let's keep it moving, let's keep it moving. So Mr. Jones is really going in here. I mean, he's got. he says he's got evidence of all this, you know what I'm saying? And so basically, that the the little redacted part is, and they have little annotations to it. And one says he one five, which is one of the people that he said that uh, Mr. Jones said that Diddy had a relationship, a sexual relationship with. One is a Philadelphia rapper that who dated Nicki Minaj. Well, that's too easy, right? Did they put that in there? Did, I feel like this document is completely fabricated. Can we, can we, authentic, uh, uh, you know, we have to make this, is this authentic or not? Because I, I, I think this is actually, you know, slanderous. Can we get the, the actual thing? Can, can I get that? Oh, maybe I'll have to wait till next, the, the, um, the next segment. Maybe I'll do it. But let's just go in what they say here and then we're going to do the research. This is, this is uh, allegedly anyway. This is all allegedly, regardless. It doesn't matter. And then the other one that he um, supposedly had a sexual relationship is with Usher. Which, let's be honest, would you guys be surprised if Usher and, and, and Diddy were sexually involved in any way? I don't think I would. I don't, I don't, I, you know why I wouldn't? You know why I wouldn't? Because 
of that time that he went to live with with Diddy in that house. I mean, listen, there were rumors all types of rumors back then. I mean, you guys, you know, we can just say, oh, well, we didn't want to know. I mean, y'all's mad at Wendy, but Wendy was 100% right with all this stuff that was going on. And sometimes I just think that, you know, uh, I, I think that I think we're setting ourselves up, you know, for people who we could, well, no, you could never, or you focusing on just that and not focusing on the what we're talking about when we're talking about you know, what Diddy has done. I mean, sharing all this stuff means that all this stuff was happening. And, and was this stuff happening because they were being blackballed? You know, not blackballed, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you're, you're, you're on a take. And so they need something embarrassing on you in order for you to do something. And this is a lot what, um, you know, people say when they talk about the industry and they talk about selling your soul. While, while we, we're looking at this from a, a you know, criminal case, the fact that you know, what Diddy did was sexual assault and, and manipulation and all types of, um, I think, absolutely brutality. I think it was brutal what, what Diddy was doing. I think that he belongs in prison. I don't think he belongs walking around, to be honest with you. And... Um, but the, all this stuff coming out, it just feels like, you know... There's, a, there's something that that I think we're going to need to have conversations about. I think we're going to have to have conversations about people who are forced into certain situations that might have been of a homosexual nature in order to have something over them or to manipulate them, to have power over them. And so in that case, they're not doing it because they're doing it because they, they're enjoying having homosexual sex or homosexual intercourse. Or, you know, or, or intimacy, whatever the case, whatever you want, how you want to define it. So I think we need to have that conversation, though. Like, we're, we're, we're focusing on what's going on with the Diddy situation. But are we dealing with the idea that, you know, they may have been doing these things by force and not by admittance? I mean, I can listen from my own experience. I have been forced to have, you know, anal sex when I did not want to. And, and I'm still gay. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a homo. I'm a homo. I'm not even in the middle. I'm like a homo. <laughs> God. <laughs> not gold star, but I am a homo. I'm certain about that. So this is what I'm saying. The idea of being sexually assaulted doesn't have to do with the person's sexuality at all. It has nothing to do with their sexuality. So we can have a Meek Mills have a sexual relationship forced by Diddy in order for him to get what he needed to get or whatever he needed to get done or whatever position he needed to be in this industry, Meek Mills. And then you have the the issue with, um, with Usher, who was literally mentored by these people. You know, I mean, to me, it'd be more grooming with Usher than it is anything else. Oh, this one's going to go long. Can we go long on this one? Yeah, because, you know, I, I really want us to have that conversation. I really think that. I think that's so important. While, while we're going to hear things that are going to come out, and all this stuff is going to come out sooner or later, guys. It's going to come out. It's going to come out, and we're going we're gonna to have to digest it. And I'd rather us digest it in a form that's more mature than just, oh, Usher gets down. He's been penetrated by, you know, Diddy. Or, you know, Meek Mills was on his fall fours doing things. You know what I'm saying? You know, whatever the case may be. Whatever we find out. 
And there's going to be some of that, that are going to enjoy it. They're going to be like, yo, I did it and I liked it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm actually, you know, been in the closet for such and such time. We're going to get all types of things because not everyone is the same. And so because people have different paths and have different experiences where one will be, you know, was forced to do it completely, you know, forced and they've been traumatized for the rest of their life. There may have been those that enjoyed it and they're still traumatized by the way that it happened, by who it happened by. So there's so there's just so much stuff going on here. And I think that if we just focus on the fact that in this court case or in this 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 filing, we're we're seeing that Diddy had sexual relationships with celebrities that we do know about. And we have to understand that all of it wasn't consenting and we need to find out what 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 basis they were doing this with or for you know you feel me it's more nuanced than just they just had the sex and that's it and then that you know so what now what now what you know what i mean download the wheel you radio app everyone that way you don't miss a thing it's a conversation that we're going to have to have you know and say instead of this being salacious this should be an educational moment okay you keep it locked to everyone on VAR uncut on wheel you radio the urban sound of pride number, number three, three. I, 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 I. cut no cake for me Know a couple they thems wanna bang my beat Trying to eat it off the bone in my hotel suite Face somebody got me looking like a masterpiece Fem top, keep me hot off your frequency Soul to soul like we chatting over ESP Now watch me slow wine over wine and the passion Hating in the club cause they know that we smashing Do I how I do it cause I move it like I'm acting Word on the block, skinny cats really packing Stacking, never cold switch, I shape shift It's drastic, hoes trying to rock my old flows It's tragic, you on me so close I can taste it, mouth to mouth, tongue to tongue Don't waste it, fill my cup, no chaser No patience, about to jack in, red dot to the matrix in the darkness, I can read your mind. No need for lies. I know, I know, I know, I need you. In the darkness, I can read your mind. Look at the shines, I know you want me. In the darkness, I can read your mind. No need for lies. I know, I know, I know, I need you. In the darkness, I can read your mind. Look at the shines, I know you want. Nothing just like me Been getting mines I've been stacking G's Scaparelli on a tuck Westwood on a sleeve Did a couple foreign tours Big up the BBC Never be no average Something like a maverick Still so fresh The delivery nostalgic Took it up to Harlem And no horse and carriage And I'm out of shine No we gets no carrots Please Got the whole scene on pale No bleaching Do it how I do it Run down my thesis Coming in hot But the grill still freezing Shoot shut shot While I sip my breeze Time to show the girls How to eat in every season A dog to a day Now in London for the weekend Ain't no tracking No location Price going up
Cut right here on Real U Radio, the Urban South of Pride. Give me this for a second, please. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> is, is this Jason's boy toy? Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Get the papers right. Is this what he looks like? Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. It's on Wave of Supreme because, you know, Wave of Supreme always gets all the tea. This it was. This is it. It's on Wave of Supreme, everybody. Um, shout out to Wave of Supreme on Twitter. On Twitter. That's where they're at. Not on Instagram. Not on Snapchat. Not on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> so who knows who Bari Boy is? Bari Boy. Bari is it his name Bari Boy? Is this the one that was seen on camera um with um <laughs> Jason Lee tried to he tried to Jason Lee was trying to give him a kiss? He was like, oh, oh hold on. He pulled away. Oh, oh hold on. Oh, oh god. <laughs> um so oh gosh, here we go, here we go. So they went to Twitter. Mm. Is she showing off the cakes? Well, you know, that doesn't mean that someone's gay, though. You know what I'm saying? You can't go for pictures. Pictures are not what tells you someone is gay, DL, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? At this point, who cares? But the fact that he cares, so we care now. If you care so much, now we have to care, okay? I wouldn't care no matter what. I didn't bring this up. You did. It's literally, this is not Wave of Supreme creating something. This is him going on his social media and doing this. Okay? This is what he did. This is what he did. Jason? Jason? <laughs> Jason Lee's paying the boys to be around him. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is what he says. It's a serious question, and I won't be mad at none. But you got mad. That's so funny. I won't get mad at none, but, um, like, do y'all think I'm bi, gay, or DL? Like, do I come off like that? Because I'm not, and it blows, it blows me, I bet it does, <laughs> that you still... <laughs> He's the one who used blow me, I didn't say it, okay? And it blows me that y'all still um, in my DMs and still saying I'm gay and snit to me. <laughs> he put two O's for to me. <laughs> oh, God. Now you know why he paid him. <laughs> no, Jace is no, Jace is no joke, okay? And so, so someone responds and say, well, um, people are saying that you were messing with Jason Lee. He goes on to say, laugh out loud, weren't, uh, laugh out, people weren't saying that, laugh out loud, you were saying that. Jason Lee is a businessman, and he offered the opportunity to come and be around him. Do we need to go any further, or do you want to go further? Let's go further. Okay, fine. Because my case, the case is already done. You said it done, done, done. Done, 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 He goes on to say um, the opportunity to be around him. He said his people and just all around money moves to give me motivation and show me what the successful life they live in L.A. So I said yes. You didn't know what it feels like to be successful in L.A.? <laughs> Excuse me, I don't understand. Where is he from? Where is he from? Does anyone know? doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. 
There, uh, then the person responds to go. They were saying, actually saying it, and then he go, then he lost his mind. <laughs> he lost his mind with the they, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you know when people start the the the, the line with nigga, <laughs> you know it's not gonna be good, right? Who the f is they? Well, it could be someone non-binary that's saying it, and you don't know that they're non-binary, and you're sitting around them saying all this stuff that's coming out your mouth, and they said it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he goes on to say, the only place I posted uh, was Instagram, and nigga, it was me and a bunch of other people. Bitches include it at the club. How do you get... The idea that I'm dating a gay nigga from all that. Y'all sound dumb as F. Well, I don't think that that's what we're saying. I think what makes you gay is the fact that you took money from a, a grown-ass man uh, to be around him. You, you took money to be around somebody? No, 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 no. Bro, bro, seriously. Is, let, me, let, me, let me point this out to him. You took money in exchange to be around someone (laughs) to walk around and introduce you to people so that you know what it feels like to be successful. Well, that that equals uh, escort. (laughs) Again, doesn't mean he's gay. Doesn't mean he's gay. That does that. Guys, come on now. Does not mean he's gay. (laughs) Does not mean he's gay. Okay. He's just like getting paid by men to walk around with them because he's he has the affinity. Look, look at him. He's he's a very attractive man. Yeah, Bori is attractive. All right. So if you had a choice between um, Jussie Smollett, you had a choice between him and Bori. Who would you pick? Some of you say Jussie. Some of you say Bori. Well, some of you are saying Jussie because he's open and out with it, so you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. I notice that's a thing. It's a thing now. You guys are just over the DL, man. I don't want none of that. I don't want none of those problems. And some of you are still into the DL thing. You know what I mean? Which I never understood that. A shout out to this comment here that says, I need these DL men to stop putting their business out there in the street. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Because these young deep gays and DLs need to learn to shut up and stop posting and responding to everything. I promise people will, um, will still be in your business. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think that's the problem. I think that a lot of times people don't realize that these people are going to be in your business regardless. They're sitting at home. They're you know they're making up these fantasies in their head, what it would look like, what it feels like. You look gorgeous. You know you want to fantasize. You know a lot of it is fantasy. And a lot of times when you have fantasies, you're you know there's no oh how should I say. There's no rules or morals with your fantasies. So some people go to the, you know, the, the earth's end, you know, and they're not going to be technical and go, well, he's not gay because this, this. No, they're just going to think you're gay because you're around Jason Lee. And Jason Lee, when he gets drunk, he, that, that's what he... Could you play the video, please, with him smooching on that, um, on that guy? Is that him? I can't tell if that's him. Someone is saying in the mafia, that's him. That's Bori. <laughs> he got he got paid to be on his live though, so you know what that was. Your Jason Lee was starting, right? Well, let me pay the straight boy to be on my on my my phone, and then I'm gonna turn on my live, and all y'all gonna think that's my man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why doesn't Jason Lee get um ripped ripped up for for starting? 
All right, here we go. We'll do it here. Jason Lee has been out here stunting. Okay, you're stunting. You're stunting with straight boys. You're sitting there buying straight boys to be on your live or be with you, around you. And somehow you think that that elevates you to some status of, I don't know what, you try to turn them? Are you one of those uh, one of those guys? I used to be one of those guys, so I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I used to be one of those guys. You know, when I first came out, I was trying to, you know, uh, you know, I was just trying to find out where I belong, and sometimes I would flip a couple of straight guys, you know, who, who swear to God they're straight, but next you know, my penis is in their mouth, or you know, I'm eating their booty out, or you know, some something's happening, something's happening, you know what I mean? So shout out to um, if Jason Lee is doing that, but he's a little too old for that, you know what I mean? And the fact that you're paying for it, that, that's that's ridiculous, and, and to me, that's a little pathetic if you ask me but hey listen if you got the money and that's way hey, you ain't got time to be looking and cruising on certain sites that you go ahead and you pay i think it's pathetic but that's my opinion that's not necessarily the opinion shared by a majority of the people in the world so go ahead and spend your money on what you want if he's your boy toy he's your boy toy he clearly doesn't want to announce that he's your boy toy which is the point of being a boy toy isn't it yeah, you know and I mean, you, you, you know, he's still, he's still getting a, a, a girl. You know, he's still gonna be smashing a girl, walking in the red carpet with a girl, hanging with a girl, getting a girl pregnant, but still taking money from Jason Lee every once in a blue moon, let him blow him off. Okay, blow, blow me, blow me. It blows me. Does it blow you? Does it blow you? <laughs> Download the Wheel Your Radio app, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. We got so much more coming up. Keep it locked here. On Void and Uncut, on We You Radio, the urban sound of pride. Number two. I got a lot of boys that I left on pray, but you still can't figure me out. Just cause of the day that I was born, you said that you got some doubt. But you could blame me for not wanting to say what I've been dreaming about. Think it's my ex, you think it's some next day. Oh, baby, it's you. It's only
one to run and cut right here on Wii U Radio, the urban sound of pride. Oh boy. Thank you, Gio. I love this new microwave. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not new anymore because I use the hell out of it. I think I'm the only one who really uses it like that. You know, I heat up my coffee and things. Oh gosh, what a good, what a good cup today. I know I say it every day, but you know, <laughs> maybe because it just stays good. It's always good. It's always good. You know what it is? That's what that's what that's what happens when you make your own coffee at home. You know what I mean? Or you know what I'm saying? Or, or you make your own coffee wherever you go. Like, when I go, you know, I bring my own, you know, thing, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't do Starbucks anymore for some reason. <gasps> oh my God! Can you imagine a day that I would say that? If you go down my timeline, just maybe four or five years ago. Like go back to 2015, you know what I mean? Or even, I'll be honest with you, I've been a fan of, of um, since 2000 and, oh, I have to say five or six, right? When I first started, you know, getting back out on my own and, you know, and um, yeah, it might have been 2013 when I was 30. Uh-huh. And I was getting out there. Uh-huh. No, 2003. 2003. Mm-hmm. I was back in on the audition, and Lord knows that's all I used to do is slurp down a um a frap. <laughs> I used to do the venti fraps all the time. Oh my God, you would wonder why I was so thin in these pictures. It was because I was moving all the time, and not to mention I was still doing cocaine at that time. Yeah, I was still doing the coke. Yeah, I was doing I was still doing the cocaine. That's probably why I was, I was actually transitioning for the cocaine to the the coffee because the coffee the caffeine replaced the cocaine for me. It's probably why it was easy for me to you know to drop the um. I keep calling cocaine, right? It's like, what is he talking about? You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Okay, thank you. Being very honest here, <laughs> it's one of the things that I loved about Wendy. Remember, you know, on the radio, she would talk about it, and even in the book, you know, it was a main thing. It was a main thing about her, you know, her coke habit. <laughs> I was like, well, girl, I'm glad she went through it too, because I know I wasn't the only damn one. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I saw Wendy from two different positions when, you know, before I, you know, I got into, um, oh God, there was before Do Dirty Show and after Do Dirty Show. There was two different times I was, you know, that I saw Wendy in two different ways. One, as just a specific fan. Then two, as someone who I saw as a peer as I, you know, I went through the ranks of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just shout out to, um, <laughs> to Wendy for that one. Oh my god, I, I, the whole cocaine thing, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so here we go. Let's let's talk about the um Will and Sean. It would sound like two dudes if you if you didn't know any better, right? Will and Sean, but Sean Zanotti is um and every time I hear Zanotti, I think I think of the other Zanotti. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where she's at. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me, okay? Thank you. You ask me every time we bring her up. I don't know. If I knew, I would let you know, okay? Those who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, it's okay. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> it's no need to... No, but yeah, um, Sean and Will, like uh, the, the vultures of, of the crew. And the reason why I say the vultures is because, you know, everyone can be nice and, and, and you know, I, I'm not saying that they are, you know, evil people, but they do serve an evil purpose, which is to enable the person who's doing it. I'm going to keep saying it, that Wendy's choice to be here. She does not have to be in this situation. She is in the situation of her own doing. 
Period. You know what I'm saying? If she was of sound mind and body, then then we wouldn't be here. And clearly we see what, what we're getting is erratic behavior. What we're getting is an alcoholic. What we're getting is a drunk. And I don't know if that's, that, that proves to be the, the only problem why, you know, <clears throat> that, that, that's just her disability. I think that magnifies the disabilities. That magnifies the dementia coming on and probably a lot sooner than maybe it would if she was sober, you know. If her body was, you know, in, in a place where it could fight, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you one thing. That's one thing I had to do. I had to, once I kicked that, that was it. Oh, liquor was right behind it. I think I think the the, the fact that shout out to you know TAC and, and learning about it and getting involved in it, that's why I talked about it. I said that's what I needed to get through this whole documentary. Was I had to go down to the dispensary because you know TAC is the way to go. The longer you more, the more and more you do your research on it, you know what I'm saying? Do you always don't look at me? Don't sit and go, oh, DJ said, you know, no, don't do that, don't do that. But I will tell you what DJ did say. DJ said to go look it up. You know what I'm saying? Do your research and figure out what's that thing for you. We all have a drug, and 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 I want to make this clear. This is why I've always defended Wendy when people used to call her a drug addict. You know, we all have a we all have a drug that we will be addicted to if we come across it. Some of us have already come across it. Some of us haven't. Whether it be bread, <laughs> you know, how people just all of a sudden they're fixated on bread all of a sudden. Well, whether it be that, whether it be sex, you know, you got people who just can't stop, can't stop, won't stop, anytime, any place, anywhere, anyhow, anyway, and how long though no, doesn't matter. Short, tall, big doesn't matter. They'll sleep with a, a pole. Yeah, as long as it's got a hole in it, they're going at it. You know, you have your, you know who they are. You know who they are. You know, let's not judge. We all know who they are. <clears throat> or you're addicted to shopping, spending money. You know what I'm saying? You're addicted to this or addicted to that. You know, we all get, we all have an addictive behavior. Some certain things, sugar, whatever that case may be, um, that we have that are vices for us. And I think that it, when we start to realize that everyone has that. Then it's, I think it's the next thing is we can stop judging each other, and then we can start to treat it. You know, we could actually discuss this stuff. But you know, Wendy doesn't have this opportunity because we're not there yet. We're not. You know what I'm saying? We're not. We're not at the space that. Unfortunate, because you know, I think the PR rep and the um, the manager are taking advantage of the situation because they're being paid by the conservator at this point. They're not even being paid by Wendy, even though Wendy. Put in the, I mean, you know what I'm saying. It just, clearly, there was a clause in this situation that caused the trigger, which caused the conservatorship to start. The temporary conservatorship put on by a bank that said there's something wrong here. Well, we need to evaluate the 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 checking account and the checking account holder. Well, she's off drunk, drinking, sloopy doopy, and you know, yelling and screaming at people, putting up middle fingers. Well, I'm sorry, dear. You're just gonna have to go on a conservatorship, and we're gonna have to put your manager, and we're gonna give you a PR rep, and you're gonna call it a day. Okay. Now, for some reasons, this is she's got someone that actually she knows. The Will is not some stranger. He's not someone that she didn't know from from Adam. She knew exactly who Will was. I think she was having sex with Will behind um her husband's back to get in a sense of getting him jealous. I do believe that. I mean, come on now. 
come on now. The way they bicker, the way they go back and forth, they, there was some type of relationship there. And I think that's why he, he stayed around, because he did care a little bit about her, a little bit about her. You know, he cares about the sense of her, her health and says, I don't want her drinking. I think that that's, a, that's a, a, an honest assessment that you see is that he doesn't like the drinking. He doesn't want her to drink. You know what I'm saying? That's not someone who's just paid to be there and that's it, nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that they're not benefiting from this. Of course they're benefiting from this. The the the, the conservatorship is still paying her. Her state is still paying the people that make her continue to go forward in her career. And so Wendy wants to have a career. Wendy's the one who wants to be out there. It, and they are there to facilitate that. I pay you to facilitate that. You know, not be my babysitter and tell me when I can't have a drink. That's how she sees it, when I can have a drink. But that's what they're there for. They're there to protect you are the product. You are, you know what I'm saying? You're the prize. You're the thing. You're the boss, you know? So um, I, I think while we, we're coming down hard on, on those two people and saying that they're vultures and stuff, which they are in some forms because, they, you know, they're, they're, not, they're looking past what the problem is and, and just sticking to the work. Uh, I, I know that she drinks, you know, Sean's, a, I know that she drinks, but she's never been drunk around me. You make excuses. Will made excuses all the time. Well, you know, she's still lucid. I mean, she, you know, because in some forms she is still lucid, that she is putting up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I tell you this, you can't look at that, that woman and say that she's 100% healthy and, you know, and it not triggers something, not triggers some t- type of concern on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? That is all. That is all. So shout out to the PR rep, Miss Sean, and Will, the manager. While I don't necessarily like you two either, I don't like them either in the sense of just, you know, the uh, factor. But I believe that they're doing anything that someone else would have been doing. And I think that at least... Will is someone that she knows that she's had some relationship with in the past. I don't know about that Sean girl, and you know, uh, we're gonna talk about the family when we get back because that part was the, the the highlight for me. Keep it locked to everyone on Vaughn Uncut on We Are You Radio, the Urban Sound the Pride number, number one. one. Je me connais, mes faiblesses, mes dents, j'aime pas les avouer. Devant toi ou les autres, c'est mort, tu m'as vu pomper. Depuis ce jour béni, on s'est rencontrés. C'est du la l'enchanté, hein. C'est un dimanche, tous les jours, me marche, j'essaye de dire non. Tes baisers me encore, ça va en s'empirant Pas en grandissant Cherche pas les compliments Mais une sauce, c'est pas une sauce sans piment Car t'aimes ma belle Tu m'entends toujours à quoi même Car t'aimes J'ai peur, je reste fidèle à moi-même Jalouse Ce soir tout j'avoue Tu jalouse Je suis tout, tout, tout. 
je subis Tout est tour de magie Ceux qui te font la cour vont aussi subir Ils vont finir à la vidéo, vidéo y a des mouvements, il est co, il est co Saint-Mont, y'a la météo, météo Des comportements, il est co, il est co Je reste fidèle à moi-même Jalouse Ce soir tout j'avoue Je suis jalouse Jalouse J'en ai rien à foutre Je veux toucher à tout Allez-vous Viens on prend chez nous Toi et moi c'est tout Je suis jalouse Jalouse Tout j'avoue Tout j'avoue Bébé jalouse Uncut right here on Real You Radio, the urban South of Pride. All right, let me do the official introduction because I certainly didn't do it before because there was so much going on in in, 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 in the studio right now. Shout out to um, the hotties, you know what I'm saying? Splash T, they're still here. Thank you for being here. And big shout out to the, um, the Laughing Hyenas that come in, the New York chapter. They come in every single time, you know what I'm saying? They stay for an hour too. Are you guys staying for more than an hour today? Because, you know, it's the last, you know, it's the big woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little office party over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the boy said, don't mess anything up, please. We won't. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. It's coming out of your paycheck. Okay. All right. All right. Definitely won't. Definitely won't. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the boss. You know what I mean. You always want to say that on a good on a good day. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Gio. So we're gonna talk about this. Let, let's let's go in. Let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. <laughs> okay. Well, putting everything else aside. Okay. <laughs> we're just talking about the video that was released yesterday as a part of Little Rod's um, lawsuit. You know what I mean. <laughs> the video. It's from a knockout video. Knockout took credit for it. He said, that's me in the video. Well, hot damn. I'm waiting for someone to confirm this. There's no... I didn't see anyone online that confirmed this. I saw it even in a Discord. Someone put it down there. Someone said, we need to get an interview or something. No interview has been done by in the Beagle world. Shout out to the um, the reason why we have the music up there. The Beagle Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is episode what, 13, right? Yeah. This is season finale, ain't it? <laughs> oh, God. Season finale, season finale. <laughs> oh, God. Season one is done, okay? All right. Now, what did we learn this season on Vigo Boys, okay? We'll get to that in just a minute. We'll have a whole, we'll have the whole day to do it, okay? What else is going on? <laughs> oh, gosh. But let's get back into this. So Stevie, the Stevie J video, it seems like Knockout said so that's him. That's Knockout saying, um, hold on. <clears throat> that's not him. It's me, y'all. Be trying it. Ooh. Is that how he talks? He doesn't talk like that, right? Does he talk extra masculine but feminine behind the, the masculine? <laughs> I'm trying to do it. Hold on. One second. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, this is not him. It, no, 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 no. I don't know how does he do that. I don't know how they do that banshee cunt thing. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I can't do it. I don't know. He says that's him, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the world is wanting to know. When I saw the Discord pointed up, I was like, "Oh, you guys want to know too?" Okay, great. Okay, great. 
<laughs> we found out this yesterday. All we knew is that the video came out. We were so preoccupied with the actual case that was going on, you know, that that's something a whole different thing going on there. But if he is using um, uh, <laughs> knockouts um, video, well, then that blows a whole horse and a whole horse in that carriage case. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But that could just be one of the salacious things that was thrown in there to get us to be, you know, to get the attention, the media attention. And there could be a whole lot of other stuff that's, that didn't confirm. We don't know. This is stop, please, 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 please. We don't know. We don't know anything. But we are, what we are knowing about is that that video knockout is taking credit for him, right? Okay. I even look. I'm telling you, I looked on the Discord. <laughs> Gio's looking at me like, yeah, yeah. Usually they have everything on there, exactly. But they're still talking about DZ and Arquez. <laughs> they're still talking about Arquezy. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing going on. They're just talking about the toxicity that's going on. It was going on in this relationship. You know what I'm saying? And I think they, they were doing a recap. It felt like they were doing a recap, right? They, they played the video. Someone posted the video again. <laughs> oh, God, did you see this video where, the, where they, they're singing a love song together and in between is all the fights? Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. It's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. And it, it, it's only because it was like two, a bipolar relationship, wasn't that? It's the, it's, the, it's the textbook toxic relationship. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> is this, I don't have any paper. You can take this paper away because there's no need for it. We can, we're just talking about it now. So um, shout out to Arqueezy. So they're, they're still the topic of conversation in the Discord. You know, everyone wants to know, you know. <clears throat> they're, they're, they're trying to piece everything together. Yeah, some people are still taking Arquez's side and saying it's DZ that's the problem, and some people think Arquez is the problem. Now, they back up the Arquez is the problem thing by using the text messages that DZ released when they had a, a previous fight. This is where you got to put all your, you know, exactly all your, your information together. I mean, they put all the everything out on online, so, you know, you know. But you can make up text, right? I mean, you can just create, create a conversation if you're both into it, right? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know, half of me thinks this is all fake. Anyway, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You know, this was the rock up the numbers of the Bego boys. Yeah, exactly. Those beans. Those beans and stars and diamonds and things. Oh, my. You know what I mean? Oh, my. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they kept saying that um, uh, there was a text message that was shared that said, DZ doesn't even want to drink alcohol. Usually, it's Arquez. Who wants to start the drinking? Which is different than what we see on camera, though, right? Isn't it? It feels like DZ's the one that keeps reaching for the bottle. But it is, I mean, there are people who have seen Arquez pour some stuff before. Like, he's the one who starts around noon. I do see that. I do see that. I do see that. And everyone says that he's the one buying the liquor. Well, I mean, you know, Arquez says he's a functioning alcoholic. Well, you know, we've seen how that works out. I'm just saying, just saying. How you doing? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Takes on a whole new meaning now when you see it that way, right? When you see someone who's of age who's been doing it for so long. I mean, Arquez is still young. What is he, like a little under 40? 
I mean, but he's reaching to the the, the four O. You know what I mean? They're keeping up and be this this you know alcoholic for this long. I can't guarantee something's gonna come up that you don't want to come up, whether it be a liver, or diosilus, or whatever the hell it may be. You know what I mean? You got to get that stuff under control now. You know, I'm just saying for personal experience. I think I quit I quit smoking before I was forty, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, that was that was the, that was the biggest thing I really need to worry about was that. Now that and the, and, and the cocaine. You know what I mean? I kicked both of them before I was 40. I kicked both of them before I think I was 38. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was ready. I was ready for 40. Oh. <clears throat> I, I, I assume it's the reason why I'm as good, as healthy as I am today. You know what I mean? I don't know. You guys tell me. So are we going to throw out the Stevie J? We can't throw out the Stevie J tape yet. We don't know which video it is. So we don't know. We still It's still standing, standing still. Okay. And shout out to the, um, the the surprise episode of the Beagle Boys, episode 12. Oh, it was 13. <laughs> I get confused, guys. I get confused. What number do we have here? What number do we have here? No, it doesn't even say. We don't even say. I think the last one was 12. This is episode 13. Okay, great, 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 great. That's a good season finale, right? <laughs> it's a good season finale. So you guys, I guess, are going to be having this conversation until they come back online and they start drumming up their, you know, when everyone starts forgetting about them and they keep moving on to Izzy and Zay and, you know, and Rico and Mo and, you know, Knockout and everybody. <laughs> Kai Levine and everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Try to figure out what's going on with little Zoe. What's going on with little Zoe? What's going on with little Zoe? So there's so many other characters that are, that are in part of the Beagle Boys, but let me tell you something. As we close out this Beagle Boys, this season has been all about our queasy. It's got to be the most um, thing that was was you know popular on on the Beagle Boys. So congratulations to them, I guess. Do we give? Are we giving Beagle Boys awards yet? No, no, we're not there yet. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're there yet either. Okay. Download the Weird You Radio app, everyone. That way you don't miss a thing. Okay, so shout out to um, Knockout. He says he's the Stevie J video. And um, our queasy ends the season um, still together. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's all, folks. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Keep it locked here on Roar Dud Cut. On Weird You Radio, the Urbans are the prize. Check out full episodes of Raw and Uncut, Monday through Friday, 7 to 11, live streaming on We Are You Radio. Or hit the link in the bio to download the We Are You Radio app, comment, subscribe, and thanks for listening to Raw and Uncut on We Are You Radio, the urban sound of pride.